There was something special about the blonde. She sensed it the minute the girl came into the shop. Very tall, very blonde, very striking in a print blouse and capri pants. The blonde was not a typical customer of Heaven's Door. She was not a tourist, for one thing. When you lived in the village, you developed a special sort of disdain for tourists. They were too noisy, too pushy, too tasteless, too stupid. The blonde was definitely not a tourist. While she didn't fit any of the convenient stereotypes for villagers, something about her made it quite obvious that she belonged here. The blonde's eyes were on Rhoda as she walked over toward her. She could almost feel the woman's gaze, steady and confident, and it made her vaguely uncomfortable to be stared at that way. But the girl's face softened into a smile as Rhoda drew close. May I help you? You sure can the blonde said. I'm looking for a gift for a friend. She's fond of the oriental motif. A wedding present? The blonde seemed amused. Oh, no, she said. Lord, not that. Not for her. Although in a way... She broke off suddenly and smiled again. I'm sorry, she said. I have a tendency to go on talking to myself. No, not a wedding present. Nothing for her apartment. A personal present. Jewelry? Something like that. A pair of earrings. She doesn't wear them. The blonde picked up one of the white porcelain elephants, looked at it, put it back in place on the counter. I don't know, she said. Something rather nice. I was thinking of a necklace or a pendant, something like that. Would you have anything along those lines? She moved toward the jewelry counter and began to show the necklaces and pendants. But the blonde girl wasn't looking at them. Her eyes were on Rhoda. I'm at a loss, the girl was saying. Could you select something? You have excellent taste. I like your sweater. Why, I... You pick, the girl said. Something that would make an appropriate farewell gift for a very close friend. She chose a small green heart on a gold chain. The heart was veined with red like bloodstone. It's not very oriental, she began. It's lovely, the smile again, and quite appropriate. That night, she saw the blonde girl a second time. First, she ate dinner alone at an Italian restaurant half a block from Heaven's Door. She walked down 6th Avenue to see what was playing at the Waverly, but it was a picture she had already seen. She wandered around, then drifted over to Washington Square. The sun had gone down, and the air was cool, but not uncomfortable. There was a slight breeze. She sat alone on a bench on one of the less-traveled paths that wound through the park and took a paperback novel from her bag. She read a few chapters, smoked a cigarette, started reading again. When she looked up, she saw the blonde girl. She was walking down another path about twenty yards away and had not noticed Rhoda. She walked slowly, her eyes lowered, and there was an air of infinite sadness about her. She might have been a character in some movie, walking down the Champs-Élysées in the rain with tears staining her face. That effect, nothing so obvious, but the air. Rhoda almost called to her, almost went to her, the girl had been friendly, but that was nothing extraordinary. Customers were often friendly, and sometimes too much so. 
What was it? A feeling of compatibility, perhaps. A feeling that she and the blonde girl might be able to relax together, to talk, to have a meal or a cup of coffee together. The blonde girl moved off out of sight. Rhoda went back to her book and tried to lose herself in it. She couldn't. She got up from the bench and went back to her room.